Are we seriously doing another one of these double thirties for a Bond actor? Yeah, and it's it's time. I mean, it feels like we just did it. We did, but Timothy Dalton has only done two films, so we released a podcast Wait. a week. Yeah, yeah. So so why don't we just take him like we did Lazenby and lump him in with Pierce Brosnan? Because I actually respect Timothy Dalton. I admire your luck, Mr. Oh, you must excuse our job, Mr. Bond. He's an admirable manservant, but mute. He's not a very good caddy. All right, so it does seem like we have done one of these. This is very true, but, yeah. you know, as it works out, we release one a week. So Tim Dalton only got two films. So it has been literally a month since we did our, our Roger Moore Christmassy. Hey, by the way, if you stop that podcast early, mm-hmm. there's a surprise. There's a surprise at the end. Re-listen to it. Bond 24. Yeah. Yep, yep. So here we are. We're going to talk about... Timothy Dalton, which I'm pretty sure he's one of my favorite Bonds, yeah. and I think you feel the same way. Yeah. This is our sixth Odd Job, and Odd Job is a short podcast with a singular purpose. Our purpose today is to talk about the summation of Timothy Dalton mm-hmm. as a James Bond actor. Before we dive into that, though, a quick shout out. Happy birthday, Dad. His birthday's on Saturday. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're going to be Bond? recording in May, right? So I can do that for my dad? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) we will be. I'm ready to bomb, absolutely. So Timothy Dalton, he starred in two Bond films, The Living Daylights in 1987 and License to Kill, that's with two C's, in 1989. So normally we ask the following question. Favorite, least favorite. <laughs> Should I flip a coin? Which is uh, kind of an unfair question Which to fair. Uh, ask. And it's interesting for us because we're we complete, are complete opposites. opposites. Yeah. Um, I'm the License to Kill fan. You're the Living Daylights fan. Correct. So do the math on what our least favorite movie is. Right. So, yeah, I mean, we have our reasons for that. And I think you've made some valid points with in the past about why mm-hmm. you like the Living Daylights. Do you want to reiterate those? Why you... Why is The Living Daylights your favorite of the two? It's The Living Daylights is the a typical Bond film. It follows, I think, the the typical formation. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the beats of it. It just, I yeah, I think that's you know, to me, I I I knock License to Kill a little mm-hmm. bit uh, because of it being a little untypical. For the the Bond setup and it being less of a Bond film and more of a drug kingpin film yeah. that had James Bond in it. Yeah. I don't dislike it. It's the From Russia with Love of the 80s, if you will. I still detest that comparison uh, 100%, but uh, I guess you're going to go with it. No, I just have to get you wrong. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah. So License to Kill, you have – let me ask you this. You have License to Kill as your favorite Dalton Absolutely. If memory serves me correct, you have The Spy Who Loves Me as your favorite more. Yep. If memory serves me correct, you have Goldfinger yep. as your favorite Connery. Mm-hmm. Where does License to Kill 
and obviously on her majesty's the only lazenby so from favorite film because we talked about last time we ranked a bond yep. it's kind of different ways to rank a bond mm -hmm. so if we're going that category favorite film versus favorite film versus favorite film i have a sneaking suspicion where this ends up but you want to guess i i would guess that it my natural guess uh -huh. would it would it would be third, but I have a sneaking suspicion you're gonna bump it up a little bit no, and shock me. No, no, no. It actually, is third. I I hold true. Like there's a lot of times uh, I'll even admit I make some asinine, like I'm I'm just emotional when I'm doing my running rankings and I'm staring at the Excel sheet. Right. I think. It's and you have to understand like, if oh. we haven't made this clear for the listeners, we're the way we're doing this podcast. We've seen all the films, mm -hmm. but the way we're doing the podcast is we're treating it every week when we're doing that film. We rewatched a film and we're recording the podcast as if we've only seen the Bond series through, through that, that film. And then we we do some speculating it. We yeah. cheat a lot, mm -hmm. but that's that was the intent of this series is to watch it as you would from start to finish. Mm -hmm. So I, it it is very fair that when you're in that heat of the moment, mm -hmm. that's the movie we've been watching that week that we've been texting each other about yeah. that we've been having notes on that we're having discussion. So it, you're you're in the thick of it, and yeah. that's why I'm really excited mm -hmm. to get to the four year only live. A for your, your eyes, eyes only series yeah. when we're it's it's a much longer stretch in between movies yeah. we're diving a lot deeper into it and then we're approaching really it differently it's not start peeling the layers it, back right and yeah. we're looking at that movie really in the heart of the entire series yeah. instead of just being you know like last week where it's like oh we're in the 16th of 16 films yeah you know when we get into the next series it's going to be like this is film number 16 of 24 where yeah. does it stand what you know and we really approach it that way. This is a good talking back to some of the critics we've had uh, in the past about like why we are both diamonds are forever fans. Like I am really a fan because it was when we got to see Sean Connery again. Right. So yeah. look, listening to the podcast that way, that's yeah. That would have been the seventh of seven films. Yeah. And the way we approached it, because we as we're watching that it, showed up the last time. We, the fuck is we this have guy? this, we have this knee-jerk reaction. Sean Connery is back. Right. This movie is spectacular. But in, you know, now after watching all the films again, we can go. Nah, that movie had some. Flaws. Right. And so, for those of you that have listened to the series, and yes, of course, we had a knee-jerk reaction to Honor Majesty. So did everybody else in 1969 when that film came out. And of course, we had a knee-jerk reaction when. We saw Diamonds. Diamonds. So did everyone else in, I think, 71 when that film came out. Mm -hmm. Sean's back. Yeah. You know, and so that's how we were when we're watching it and we're, we're approaching it from that way. Mm -hmm. But when we, you know, so I'm really excited to do that next series where we're really, you know, we're approaching these films in the context of the entire series. Yeah. You know, and giving it a little more, yeah. um, you know, looking at it differently. Yeah. Too bad but, we just got to get through, what, eight more movies before we do that? A little, a that little longer. Gonna that is yeah, going to be fun. That is going to be fun. Back to your original question. Yeah. It is exactly where you thought it would be. It's Goldfinger, The Spy Who Loved Me, um, License to Kill, and Honor Majesties. Right. For the bonds that we yeah. are. And for me, it would be From Russia, yes. The Spy, and then Living Daylights. Um, however, mm -hmm. the way I pose it, On Her Majesty is a higher movie than than Living Living Daylights. Daylights. So I actually have this as when you take the best bonds of the best bonds, Lazenby for once gets a W. Oh. You know, on this, which is crazy to think about. But um, you liked On Her Majesty so much more than that. I did. Yeah. yeah. Which is again, for those of you that have listened yeah. to podcasts, we were hard on Her Majesty's yeah. when it was the um, the six of six bonds. Mm -hmm. You know. But I'm much more of a champion of that film than than I think I was able to let on, or I did let on in that podcast. Mm -hmm. However, the flip side of that is Timothy Dalton 
for me, as the fourth Bond actor, he's two. He's number two behind Sean Connery at this uh, point. At this point, he is two for me as well. Yeah. He is above Roger Moore. Right. I like his portrayal much more. He's had two solid films. Roger Moore had seven films, many duds in there. Right. So my average, my basic average ranking, he's above it. Which is a great transition to the next point, which we talked about in the last two weeks, is the big what if. Yeah. You know, potentially, Timothy Dalton could have been in For Your Eyes Only, crazy to think. Octopussy, yeah. The Living Daylights, License to Kill, Property of a Lady, and Goldeneye. And I think you left a view to a kill out of that, that list. I did. Yeah. So, so there's a one, lot. two, three, many, four, many five, six, he seven. Could he could have been yeah. the seven Bond actor, not Roger Moore. I don't Roger know. Moore would have been in minus one, minus two, minus three. Roger Moore would have been in four, four films. Timothy Dalton would have been in seven. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been crazy to think about. Although. Or we could have had a five and a six. That would have been like the thing. In though. a world where Roger Moore only did those four films, his reputation changes completely yeah he doesn't have he, he doesn't he's not bond longer than he should be and, and in my opinion he has the solid curve he right. has live and let die which... and then i think if if you if you have him do that that way you excuse i think you would excuse moonraker more as it's the movie of the time yeah much like you excuse license to kill as it's the movie of the late 80s like they had to do this movie yeah you know and 79 they had to go to space you know yeah, Star, you yeah know, that's a good point that's a good point. we would view everything so differently if history yeah would have worked out this way you know what could have been man that's what could have so, been so crazy. realistically timothy dalton probably would have been if roger moore would have been honest to what he told the producers timothy dalton would have been in a view to kill the living daylights license to kill and then if they got their shit together and weren't in legal trouble, he would have done property for a lady. Which and know, so in a world a wild card, we yeah, have no idea what that could have been. In a world, he would have done the four, which we you and I talked about the other way to rank a Bond. I think the four Bond film test, the litmus test, is yes. huge. Yeah. You know how are you when you get to that fourth Bond film? How yeah. are you portraying James Bond? How confident are mm -hmm. you? What are you doing with the role? And, and it's just a shame that he didn't get to that. And going forward, how we discussed in one of the previous podcasts, that that should be the mentality going in from this point forward, in my opinion. I don't know if you shared the opinion. Like, whoever you decide to be Bond, you should have the opinion that you're going to have this contract with options to at least do four films. We're Minimum. not going to have this two film, this one film stuff anymore. With an option to go to five. Yeah. We're going to have this weird three, three film guy next who's going to throw everything off. Right. We're going to yeah. be in our, our late 40s talking about this and going... Remember that guy that did three films? What if he would have done six? You know? Yeah, exactly. But no, I agree. I agree with that thing. So. Which speaks to, and we we talked about this a ton, mm -hmm. you know, off the air is Timothy Dalton's character as a person. Mm -hmm. He was offered James Bond and Live and Let Die. Mm -hmm. Actually, all the way back to On Her Majesty's, they had him on his radar. He turns down the film. He was 23 years old. He said, "I'm too Maybe. young. I'm too young to be." Maybe. James Bond and like just a character of that man to realize like I'm turning down an F ton of money. Yep. I'm turning down a ton of fame. 
I'm turning down the ability to set my resume and set my career because as an actor, I know I can't do the character justice because I'm not there yet. I'm not mm -hmm. old enough to fill that role. And then to say when they got into legal trouble and he was under contract for one more, mm -hmm. they didn't get to do property of the lady. They kept saying, we're going to do one. We're going to do one. They, we're going to do one. Gold, Golden Eye is kind of on the horizon. It wasn't written yet. And he finally says, I think in 94 is when he did it. He called them up and he was like, I'm opting out. He had that ability in his contract hmm. that if they had gone a certain amount of years, he was able to opt out. And he said, I'm getting too old to be a realistic James Bond. You need to find somebody younger. And that's when they called up Pierce, who, to be fair, Pierce had been on their radar. Yep. And if they didn't tie him up with Remington Steel, we would have never had Timothy Dalton. Mm -hmm. uh, but NBC was making a F ton of money and they kept them on Remington, Remington Steel. Uh, so another what if, and when yeah. we get to Tim, or excuse me, when we get to Pierce, we'll talk about that giant what if, if NBC hadn't been just a complete dick, yeah, and um, done that last season of Remington Steel. This just makes me think like I thought this was going to be originally a, a very short odd job. Yeah, we could probably have a for your eyes only just talking about Bonds and what could have been. Yeah, the characters, the different the actors. Actors yeah, good points. So I think that covers like our, our overall thoughts. We both like him. Yeah, we're we a big both fan of him. The, the, the two movies that he had, we both dif we differ on that. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think we both like the movies for different reasons. So let's do some speculating going going in the future uh -huh. in a world where we can be honest with our listeners. We've seen all the films. Mm -hmm. Does Tim Dalton going head on, is he a better Bond than Pierce Brosnan? Yes. He's going to be my number three. He's going to be your number three? Yep. Have you... You don't have to share it yet because uh -huh. we have a ton of podcasts to go. Yep. In your head, have you have you solved the battle of No. Connery and Connery Craig. and Craig. The the two C's I have not. You're solid defense. I need to figure out how you know what, I'm, you, how I'm what break you need that. to do. What you need to do mm -hmm. is there's four Craigs that you have on DVD that have been released. Oh, that's gonna be so tough. That's okay. Gonna, I know where you're going with this, but yeah, go ahead. Take one or two. Yep. Take Casino Royale and Skyfall. Mm -hmm. And then take GoldenEye and Thunderball and watch, do a, do Connery, Craig, Connery, Craig. Or do Craig, Connery, you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just, I'm picturing, there's got to be some way. I need to rule out Yolanda the Twice and Diamonds Are Forever. Because that's going to, that's going to, that's going to skew my opinion of Connery. So if I want to do four to four. I would say do two to two. That's going to be tough. And watch Do That Four movie marathon. And then, you know, when you walk away, like, who who do you have? That might help uh, solve that battle for you. I think it's going to be Craig. You think so? Yeah. But I could be probably persuaded either way. One way or another? Yeah. I, I, just, I feel bad even saying that. I feel like I'm turning down Sean Connery. On... So my, my battle is Tim Dalton versus Pierce. No, that's that is a battle. That is a battle too. Are you are you gonna be? I mean, I'm still. I'm. Point, st are you still a Connery? Is the best Bond or? There's a debate there. Yeah. There's still a debate between one and two, uh -huh. and there's a debate between three and four for me. I agree. I would actually say there's a debate between four and four and five for me, because I think Dalton's gonna lock up three. So your debate is Pierce versus Roger. Yeah. That's your. Yep. And I think more will edge him out. Woo! Okay. It's interesting. Yeah. That's why we're doing this together. Anything else you want to add with uh, with Tim Dalton? We covered a lot. 
Yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. Not not uh not too long. We're not boring our listeners. I hope not. Yeah, right, let's bring it home. All right. Of course, you can find us on iTunes. Of course, we're going to ask you like we do every week. Tell every Bond fan you know. But most of all, go on iTunes. Give us a rating. Give us a rating. Review. Give us a review. You know what? Just like at, at this point, we just want to see some stars up there. If you hate us, you hate us. Just go. Just give us a review. If you like us, you yeah. like us. If you love us, you love us. Let's just uh, get some reviews. Be forewarned, you will be called out in the next episode when that happens. So either way, hopefully positive. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully positive. Um, Rick follow us on Twitter. One star, Rick. At Bonding Over Bond. Uh, we've had some great conversations with yeah. uh, at Double O Pop. Yep. So we do appreciate that. You know, as he can attest, and as you can see, if you follow us on on Twitter, we're active on there. We're responding to our listeners. Yeah. You know, we're taking suggestions. We're trying to grow. Um, you join and, the conversation. We will be there. Yeah. Bonding. It's Bonding Over Bond. It's what yeah. our podcast is about. Uh, especially if you're James Bond Radio. You know, let's. Uh, <laughs> No, I really respect those guys. So, Absolutely. Yeah, love to have a conversation with them. That would be uh, phenomenal. And, you know, send us emails. We want to get a mailbag segment going, especially when we get to the For Your Eyes Only yep. series where it's going to be a little longer and a little more meandering and, you know, free-flowing. Some free-flowing, some conversations. Yep. Where, where are you, you going to send those emails to? Uh, bondingovermont at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And, and if you want to go to a website right now, where are you going to go? Right now, you're going to go to lioneyespodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, backslash or forward slash if you're uh, James Bond Radio and you're out there and you want to check us out it's a uh, bonding over bond and you can get content trivia and news and also corrections mm-hmm. a running list of all the uh, dumb mistakes we make yep realistically the corrections will be on bonding over bond realistically they will be dot com yep and um, remember Timothy Dalton he was funny too Thank you for bonding with us here at Bonding Over Bond. Until next time, shake it. Don't stir. Oh yeah. Doody doody diddly doo.